Welcome to Fans of the Forge. I am Sean. To my right, I have Chris. And to the far right, we have Teresa. And we are going to recap Forge and Fire, Season 6, Episode 30, The Genghis Khan Sword. Ooh, Genghis Khan. So, getting started, our contestants this week, we have James Mays, part-time smith, four years of experience. Peter Hill, part-time smith, 10 years of experience. Cody Artis, part-time smith, and Dr. Everett Stone, part-time smith with 30 years of experience. Dang. Cancer doctor. Uh, yeah, cancer doctor. Pretty wild. Yeah. This, Barriers, this, this stuff. This hobby, you know, pulls in yeah. all types. Really. Yeah, good stuff. So, what's the crazy challenge this week? Well, they have to harvest materials from a go-kart. Guy's like, oh, cool, go-kart. I dig it. Pull stuff off of there. Plenty yeah, of I can stuff. use spring. There's, yeah, spring. there's springs on there. Yeah, no problem. They got to they gotta make everything from a go-kart wheel. Just the wheel. Just, Just the wheel. The wheel. Hmm. Okay. The blade, the handle material, it's also got to come from the wheel. That's a challenge. Four wheels, four guys. Yeah. Perfect. Sure. So, uh, in round one, James grabs a canister and plans to chop up the lug nuts and put them into the canister. Now, the lug nuts, they're just chunks of, like, round stock welded onto the wheel. So, the guys are just hacking at them with with hammers to, to get pieces off so they can forge all them together. Um, Cody has a, a thin blade. He grabbed three lug nuts and he didn't grab another chunk to use because there wasn't enough time left. So he couldn't add more material to what he had. And he goes for a quench and snaps a blade while trying to move a warp with 24 minutes left. <laughs> so he's trying to get this warp out and then snap. And uh, then he tried. Even that, he tried to weld back on too, right? Yeah, so he. He kind of overlapped the pieces, welded them, and then tried to forge them together, which is cool. Like, all right, that's admirable. Jay Nielsen's like, yeah, that's perfect. That's what you want to do. You overlap them, weld them, then you forge, weld it all back together. Perfect. Um, Then Peter attempts to edge quench, but he can't get the torch figured out, so he just goes for a full quench. And then back to Cody, he fixes his blade. He quenches again, and while trying to remove the warp, there's still warp. He snaps a blade again. <laughs> so he welds a piece back on so he has something to turn in. And he, I think he goes through the process again. And I think he might have forged welded it back together. I don't think they really showed it. He handed it. something in that looked like it was welded. fully complete. Yeah. But I just, think if you mm. weld it and add more material back, you can then grind it down to even it out and make it look okay. But structurally probably is not great after the second break. Yeah, so he ended up getting a boot. He had the the most issues with his blade compared to the other contestants, so he got the boot. For round two, they must source handle materials from the go-kart wheel, which is basically the tire. Rubber. rubber. It's the rubber from the tire. For Dr. Everett, he goes for a stacked rubber handle. Uh, for James, he goes for a rubber slab handle. And then while the scales are setting, he tries to heat up the spine to remove the warp. And he's then pulling pulling on the blade. 
He's got like these giant pipe wrenches and he's got this kind of weird. like this huge setup. (laughs) He's pulling on the blade and wouldn't you know it, he snaps the freaking blade (laughs) in half. And it's like, oh my gosh, not now. And so then he welds the pieces together with 38 minutes left to go. And then Dr. Everett, he uh, did a little bit of blue black blue backing on his and gets some of his warp out. He also notes that people are breaking blades right <laughs> yeah. and left. So he's like, let me try something else. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a note here. November 5th, Oak Island. Yeah, it does. Yeah, dude, it's, it's back. It's you know, back. Oak Island is on Netflix now, I believe. Is it really? All right. It's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime, Ooh. one of those services we have. And I'm like, yeah, boy. I, I walk on the treadmill in the morning. Oh, you've been watching some I've been, I told Teresa, movies. I go up to Teresa this morning when I, I, after I walk on the treadmill, I go, oh my God, I've been watching some dog shit on the treadmill these past few days. So I was like, I need something better. <laughs> You go, man. Yeah, you're so. gonna get sucked in. Oh boy. Oh boy. I might, hey, I might it's, have to do it. It's I mean, good. the DVR is full of my shows. It's okay. <laughs> you can have a show. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it's are you Halloween do? season. Yeah. All sorts of bacon shows. Woo. Oh, Halloween mm. baking championships have been Halloween on wars. Times. It's Halloween cake off. Mm. So many. It's Teresa's month. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. So for testing, they have a strength test, which was the axle housing smash. For James, after the third smash, the weld started to f- started to fail, and the blade bent very badly at the weld. It was, yeah. it's flapping. Like, it was like surprisingly that it didn't break off. Yeah, oh yeah, it was just yeah. hanging on. And then, basically, Peter and Doctor Everett both had to survive three strikes, and they did. So, due to the damage that James took, he got the boot, and they moved on to round three. A Genghis consort. Um, it's a slightly curved sword used to kill during horse raids, used to decapitate prisoners. Must be between 28 and 30 inches in length, a fuller on each side, slightly curved, downswept handle, octagonal guard, butt cap, and tassel ring. Mm-hmm. So for Peter, day one, he opts for Damascus, mm-hmm. spends day two quenching, day three fits up the handle pieces. Um, day four is not noted. Dr. Everett spends day one. Um, he's considering Damascus, but decides to go monosteel to avoid possible issues. Interesting that they went out of the way to show that premonition possibly there. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I took that more as like Dr. Everett kind of looks at everything from all possible oh, angles. and like takes an analytical kind of point the, the of view. Safest cho- not so much the safest choice, but like the one that seems that would yield the highest like output for him. You know what I mean? Yep. So he gets the blade shaped out with the fullered and quenched on day one. Mm-hmm. Day three, he gets the guard on, and while pressing on the butt cap, he, um, the press busts the handle scales. Yes, so I've, I've seen that method before. I've um, not with the press, but I've, I've when I was watching the Jay Nielsen DVDs, he shows how to put a guard on, mm-hmm. and he actually recommends, you know, heating up. The, the guard piece when you're fitting it on the tang and then hammering it to fit it so that you don't have the gaps. Mm. And uh, so it was similar to that method, but with the press, which is significantly more power. Yeah. And you just like busted his scales apart so we had to peel it all off and just kind of put it back together. Yep. Day four was spent sharpening. Then we go for testing, the keel test, the ballistic dummy attack. Is this when we were discussing whether or not 
Yes, we were watching this with our our older seven year old. Yeah, and um, she's like, "Oh, it's it's the dumb, it's that kind of test." And then they're doing the test, and she goes, "It's so gross!" <laughs> Blood shooting out. It chopped off his head. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, it's just jello, essentially. And then we were talking about whether or not you could eat ballistics jello. Teresa insisted <laughs> you could eat it, and I said, you really probably can't eat it. And just goes, because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. She said you can eat it, you and can't. I, but you should. Not recommended. And then we looked it up and found out ballistics jello is generally non toxic, so it probably wouldn't hurt you to eat a little bit. <laughs> like Play Doh. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, yeah, I love that. Anyway. So, Peter had good balance, sharp, but took a bend. It will kill. Dr. Everett, very sharp, will kill. The strength test was an armored target attack. Um, Peter had deep rolls on the edge, but nice handle work. And Dr. Everett, well-made weapon. And he was, when they were testing uh, the docks, at one point, they stopped yeah. for a second, and it yeah. looks like there's a catastrophic failure because you, you see, see a piece of steel oh, some, Yeah, something flew. Yeah. And then um, we're like... Was that when we asked, like, what happened? And then she goes, <laughs> our daughter's like. Right, because I was doing notes on our daughter's death. You were doing looking iPad. at something. <laughs> she's, she's playing a game on the iPad. And then we're like, wait, what just happened? And she goes, the armor broke off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the sharpness test was a war banner slice. Peter, the blade chips, the blade chips catch on the banner and rip. Um, but where it is sharp, it cuts nicely. And then Dr. Everett, some parts cut and some parts rip. Peter gets the boot after taking the most damage. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Everett wins. Yay, Congrats, Dr. Everett. Dr. Everett, good job to all the contestants from this episode. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Great sponsor there. It's the same sponsor as always. Love them. And now we get into Knife or Death, Season 3, Episode, Who the Hell Knows? Wait, I think it's 12, uh, Season 2, Episode 12, Season 3, Anybody's Guess. Mm. Sex and Violence Ooh. is the name of the episode. Ooh. So. We'll... I like me some sex. Don't you? Well, yes. All okay. right, then. It is, yes. Anyway. We are in agreement. <laughs> so, first contestant, we had Donnie Allen. Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> he brought a drop point recurve blade. And what? <laughs> what did I say? Mr. Ninja has no form. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, I made fun of the fact that he's wearing, like, a ninja outfit, kind of like he's wearing a gi, like a, some kind mm. of martial arts gi. But the stuff that he was doing with the his, he was they showed him like in the backyard swinging the knife around or something, right? And then uh, it was like that doesn't look good. That doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so not that I know anything yeah, about that, and I have zero experience, or you know, I have no. What, what no martial arts. No martial no blade arts. Sports. I have no business Zero credibility talking about on any of this. else's <laughs> martial <laughs> arts capabilities, but that was the comment I made at the time. For Trifecta, he uh, he had a little bit of trouble on cutting the bamboo, 
but otherwise, bamboo's no. Bamboo's the worst. Yeah, those big, thick pieces of bamboo, yeah. they don't cut very easily. For box cutter, he got his stuck in the first box for a little bit, but made it through. For decapitator, did, did you uh, mark down what decapitator was for this one, what the three items point, were? No, later on, I think I did. It was a pepper, a cantaloupe, and a pineapple. Oh, okay. So he had two penalties there. No, not cantaloupe, uh, cauliflower. Pepper, Cauliflo cauliflower, yeah, right. pineapple. Right. For thrice, um, it was two to three strikes each to cut through the, the ice blocks, but he went out of order. So that's mm. when you have to go like one and then back and then over. And a lot of times they'll go like one and then, then straight across and then go back. Right. And then lifeline, it was a fish. It was a chicken, a, chicken, the a fish, fish, and, and then, then a double, double rope. rope. Ah, so it's two ropes taped together. So if one rope wasn't hard enough, yeah, nobody gets through the rope nope. anyway. So they're just gonna go stick a second one on oh, there. The, the the they there are people that can get through the rope. Not it's, enough it's of not them many. to justify doing a double rope. Yep. <laughs> anyway, he got stopped at the rope. Next, Wesley Barron. He brought a recurved chopper and he designed his knife when he was seventeen. So, through trifecta, the bamboo took a, a bit of a... The bamboo took a bit? Oh, it took yeah, a bit took of time? Bit. Oh, yeah. I see. Took some time? Yeah. It took a bit for him to get through the bamboo. Yes. Yeah. Ah, for box cutter, to believe it is too light to make quick work. Mm -hmm. For de decapitator, it took three penalties. So, that's all of them? Yeah. yeah. I just didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, for thrice, he went out of order. And for lifeline, it was done on rope. Rope's a bitch. Rope, mm. no good. Gregory Downing had a custom-made broadsword. Not made by him, but custom-made. Travis says, beautiful blade. I'd like to see a sharper edge. Uh, Tulam says, looks like a modern-day Jedi. Wow. Okay. 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 So, Trifecta, uh, he broke the bamboo chain, so that's oh. a penalty, because breaking the apparatus is not the thing. And then he skipped the PVC altogether, so he got two penalties. Hmm. Um, the box cutter, the blade gets stuck in the corners a lot. Decapitator, he actually got the cauliflower, which I thought was like the hardest one. Oh yeah. But then the pineapple got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was surprising. I was disappointed. Uh, thrice chips away at the corners. Takes a while, but is successful. And then lifeline, that rope. Damn that rope. The rope. Next up we had Sam. Mecca. Mecca Taylor. And, uh, he brought a home forged titanium sword. So it was like a what? big deal yeah, that it was he had bad. a titanium Jeez. sword. Because the thing is like light as hell, but it's super rugged. Yeah. So trifecta, he blew through that. No problem. <laughs> Box cutter, he tore it apart. Like this thing was a beast of a sword. And then decapitator, he had one penalty on the pepper. For thrice, it took two strikes to get through each of the ice blocks. And then Lifeline, he made it through ah. all the way, got through the, the rope. And then for Kill Shot. It was the win, and it's the six crisscrossies. The ratchet straps. The ratchet straps. Yeah. And but it it's not like, you know how sometimes it's one and then two yeah. and then three? This was the webbed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it only took two strikes. Nice. Wait, was, right? He yeah, only... he got through all six and two strikes. Yeah. So mm. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And the edge took no damage. Right. Moving on to Jason Crum, Forge and Fire champ. He brought a modified Falcata. For Trifecta, he uh, broke the bamboo chain. So that was a penalty. For Box Cutter, it was easy. 
For De- Decapitator, he had a penalty on the Cauliflower. For Thrice, he went three, then two, then one. So, like, took three strikes on the first one. Nice. <laughs> For Lifeline, he was done on the rope. And Tulum says, he needs speed and angle. Goldberg says, neither were present. <laughs> and Teresa says, Jason wasn't slow. No. I <laughs> yeah. disagree with the commentary on that Oh, one. yeah, he that was had pretty funny. She was speed. mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, West Beam is a full-time bladesmith. He mo- had a modified sax named Big Back Wolf. And Trifecta, he... I wrote broke on the bamboo. Did he break the bamboo or did he break the chain? Mm. My notes are a little confusing on that one. I Sorry. Don't know. Box cutter was easy. Decapitator had a penalty on the pepper and pineapple, but he got through the cauliflower. All right. so it's like he got the hard one. Anyway. Um, and the next one, Goldberg <laughs> accentuates <laughs> in order. I'm guessing he's not going to go in order. And then he doesn't go in order. Oh, it goes out of order? Yeah. Yep. Lifeline, he makes it through, and then kill shot. He gets two straps, and then three straps, and then one strap, and he gets all the way through. Nice. So that leaves Sam and Wes. Dead run. For dead run. Wait, who's next? Sean? Is going this you. way? Is he going this way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know. Sam, um, for dead run, uh, Went through Chopper. He was all good, but the fatigue was setting in. Already? It's the, first the first thing. Obstacle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for Ball Buster, he had three penalties cutting those balls. And then for Flying Target, it was the, the grill one. Where so you, you cut, the meat. cut the meat and it has yeah. to land and then the flames. Yeah. So okay. he cut, uh, he got three penalties. He was cutting too high on the first two and then didn't cut all the way through the meat on the last one. Uh, for free fall, he hit all the watermelons, but he missed all the small Every like cantaloupe melons. Like so, he got five penalties there. And then for fire and ice, uh, it took three strikes to get through the, the big old ice block, and he had three out of four penalties for crash landing. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't do so hot on the crash landing. So he total he had fourteen penalties. And moving on to Wes, for chopper he cut through a rope, which is a penalty. Ball Buster, he got six penalties. On Flying Target, one bounced off the grill, one flew over the target. Third one bounced off the grill, so he got three penalties. So he cut, like, this particular one always drives me a little nuts. Like, that they can actually cut the things, but if they don't land just right, you get penalized. Yep. You can roll off the side. They have, like, a little little bar at the bottom where it can, like, maybe like stop it but it could still like it yeah. could go over it I don't know as much as it's annoying I do kind of like when they cut the meat and it's just flopping around. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if they cut it like if they cut it a certain way I don't know if it's too high or too low it just drops like straight down. <laughs> it goes nowhere yeah. it's um, for fire and ice you got three strikes and for crash landing, he got two out of four penalties. So he had 18 total penalties. Oof. And in the end, Sam wins. It was Sam's time was 8.35 and Wes's time was 9.44. Wow. So, hey, yeah. there you go. Sam, Sam wins. Congratulations. Again, good job to everyone on this episode. And, um, yeah, we're, we're working through the, the season, so we'll yeah. probably be done. More to a, come. A, a couple more episodes, and that'll be that. Yeah. three left to watch. 
I've got notes on one that we haven't done yet. So there's yep. like four yeah, more four episodes more for us to comment on. So even though we know the season's over, it's going to be a little while before we're, we're we get getting there. Done. We'll get there. Just you wait. We've got a mystery bird. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. There is a mystery bird in one episode. So we're not going to go into that now. Um, is it a as, parrot? No, it's a it's mystery. Not. It's we don't know what it is. And Goldberg apparently didn't really know what it was. Oh, either, because he at one point he says what he thinks it is, but he Does hesitates it? for a long time. <laughs> like, uh, tur- yeah. we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a turkey. We don't know. We don't know what. Maybe he's starting off a turtle, and then he like changes it to something. Uh, is it a turtle, maybe. It's an ostrich. It wasn't an ostrich. That's that's fortune feathers. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Tales from Infinite Forge, I will tell the story today. I was this close to buying Mm -hmm. a 2x72 grinder. You were an inch away? Yep. All day. Mm. I had this grinder up on my web page on my computer. And at lunchtime, you told me you were going to buy it. I told Teresa, I'm going to buy this today. And then I just kept looking at it while I'm going about my day. And then I kept looking at it. And I'm like, that's Fifteen hundred bucks. It's like I know I need this. Like if I want to be able to finish the knives that I'm making properly, I need this because the angle grinder is okay, but I'm not good enough with that to be able to get a good finish on a knife. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you need like a flat. You need a flat rest to push against and to evenly be able to drag the knife. So it's like all day long I was going back and forth am I going to buy this thing and then I like I was looking at other ones to see maybe I should get a cheaper one mm-hmm. but the cheaper ones aren't nearly as good so it's like fuck like what do you do that's why they're cheaper well yeah and so after <laughs> hours of going back to it and looking at it and then stopping and then not and then I just stopped I just mm. didn't I didn't do it I couldn't buy it so maybe I'll do it tomorrow maybe I won't who the hell knows What's uh? We could turn this into a gram scan. What's uh? Jane Ilson. He's got a new grinder. Oh, he's got a grinder from Broadbeck Ironworks. Yeah. Um, and he's been posting a lot about that grinder. And I looked at it, and uh, it's a it's a very nice grinder, and they got some very cool attachments. Um, but it's also like thirty two hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it ain't. Well, cheap. forget that then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless he's got like this crazy coupon code, then yeah. No, they, I ain't seen no coupon codes for that one yet. But uh, I'll get a grinder eventually. First things first, I need heat treats and blades. So that's that's that. Well, maybe you can hop over to like, you know, over to Wolkit to our buddies over there. Yeah, you know, I, I, have, I had chatted with them about doing something like that, but uh, that hasn't gone anywhere and I haven't really pursued it. So what are you going to do? Do they have any open forge time? I don't know if they're still doing that. They had for a while, they were doing open forge time over at Dragon's Rift Forge on Sunday mornings, which would be a great time you, yeah. if they were yeah. doing that. Um, I offered to pay them to like come in and, and work on their stuff. Right. and uh, They they seemed interested, but whatever. They're busy guys. They got their own lives they're doing on. Well, hey, I mean, you know, it's a, you can just get in there and just work on your, your stuff. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Maybe I'll broach the subject again because that, yeah, they got something to sell. Uh, could be. I do know when Peter was still there, uh, mm. he was looking to find a sell a buyer for somebody yeah. else's grinder that he knew of. But I don't know. Um, we'll find out. Things to consider. Things to consider for sure. Yeah. Anyway, 
for the gram scan, we did want to talk about something that happened at this point a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, Pigeon Forge Grudge Match. Yeah. At Iron Mountain Metalcraft, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Third annual. Third annual, yep. Put on by Robbie Bowman, yep. owner of Iron Mountain Metalcraft and Forge and Fire fan favorite, of course. And um, it looked like they had a good time there. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of guys that we uh, saw last year Jason Reddick, um, Alex Ruiz was there, yep. uh, Scott Thomas, Ray Kirk, Joey, Joey Lynn. Lynn. Um, John Clark. Yep. Um, we also saw uh, Josh Nicolaitis yep. of uh, your beer koozie there, Nicolaitis Bladeworks. And um, Brian from, uh, he's the local guy, Brian, that was on Fortune Fire this past mm. season sometime. He was down there. So it was, uh, yeah. it was a decent showing. It looks like they had a lot of fun. We couldn't make it. I was traveling for work. Uh, I was in Syracuse, New York for most of the weekend, which kind of sucked, but yeah. what are you going to do? So you should check out what the, some of the pictures and videos from that event. They, they also had their Blade Sports event. Oh, Chad oh, Osborne yeah. was there. Chad yep. Osborne won first place in his uh, division for Blade Sports, yeah. and that was his first time competing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. He, he's a nice guy, and uh, that was cool to see. And um, overall... It's Pigeon Forge. I mean, we were there last year. The place is like Vegas in the mountains, yeah. and it's weird, and it's cool. A lot of cool stuff to do. Next year, we'll go maybe, and we'll try to get that $5 helicopter ride. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Or stop we're going on together. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. Yeah, we're going on this chopper, man. Oh, jeez. Get the life insurance policy ready. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Better safe than sorry. Yes, of course, of course. Um, anyway, that was all I had for the Gram Scan. I, I haven't seen much else lately to talk about. Um, anything else? Anybody else mm. got anything? It's a little bit shorter of an episode because uh, that's that. That's it. Yeah. Good? Good? I think so. All right, let's call it an episode. That's it. Thanks for watching. Make sure to follow the Instagram and Facebook accounts. Subscribe on YouTube. Like the videos. Share our stuff if you want. You know, help build our audience. It wouldn't hurt. And uh, keep watching because we will be back soon. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty impressive right there. That was good. Yeah. I got a good one there. Well, I guess we could have just gone on like the five dollar helicopter ride or something. Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, go to Dollywood too. Yeah, just do a just do a quick. And quick I can one. get another beer. Well, that's on you. Man. <laughs> we went driving home. We live here. Donnie. Donnie.